0: Welcome to Accountability, where we exist to give you learned truths and live experiences from deep inside the spiritual online business space.
1: This is where opinionated people come to speak their peace without judgment, attacks, or cancel culture looming on the doorstep.
0: Our emotions have been
1: brewing. It's time to spill the tea. So, Spiritual Sisterhood, Sister, Sister. What are the first words that come to mind when you hear that? I want to hear the first words in Glenn's mind. MLM. Okay. Fake. Okay. And
0: how much is it?
1: I was waiting for the fuck them. Fuck them all. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: my thought about them as a whole. Like, fuck them.
1: Interesting. What about you? I'm going to highlight off of one that you said. Because like my biggest thorn in the side is the fakery that comes with it. Because I feel like they all convince themselves that it's sisterhood, honestly. And I do see some examples where I'm like, okay, these women are genuine or at least genuinely seeking it. But when you get to these larger groups, like the thing that bothers me is it's not actually sisterhood. It's pay to play. And it's clicky. It's mean girls. It's not sisterhood. It's mean girls.
0: Totally clicky. It is like the worst it's like nineties high school movie click in that industry. It's the worst.
1: And then all of a sudden you do have these women that are actually genuinely seeking it. Like the MLM thing totally makes sense too, because there are all these moms that are like, you, you stay at home or you've been raising the kids, or you just want to like help bring some side income or, and this, this feels like something, Oh yeah. I give advice to my friends. Like this might be great for me to like jump in and, and try this. And But then all of a sudden you get like wrapped up in these and everyone seems so happy, but everyone's also like kiss-assing the group leader. And then all of a sudden you slowly realize, oh, like kiss-ass the group leader. Oh, they're all buying this program. Oh, the way to like get in her inner circle is to be in this program. Oh, this one isn't good enough. Oh, like Uh piles it on. I
0: feel like the women who actually need it and who want it the most are actually like, I hate saying that people are victims to something but they're the ones that are more susceptible to be the most hurt by this Mm -hmm. because they want it so much they genuinely like crave this connection with other women you see it so much with women with young kids they feel disconnected their life's totally changed and they're looking they're like grasping for this connection and they think that this is the answer and honestly I think it leaves them feeling a little bit more like lonely than they were before because they feel like they're viewing things from the outside. You never actually feel like you're a part of the cool girls club and those things because you actually have to keep buying the next tier, the next tier, the next tier to get into the inner circle. And then it just becomes more exclusive and such a higher price to pay.
1: And then that, becomes its own thing like even beyond the spiritual sisterhood like a different issue in the industry is that now all of a sudden there's all this like shame and guilt and everything else for either not being able to afford that level not already being at that level um what like what's wrong with me what am I doing wrong how do I amplify this maybe I and then it becomes like I think the thing I can't stand is like being inside those circles too. I'm just like, everybody is just, it, this is any group really in the spiritual business, but like any group that allows free posting just becomes this spiritual grab for like, look at me, look at me, please see me, please see me, please buy for me, please buy for me. But like in those two, then totally. it just becomes like, what are the, what are the catchphrases popular in this group? Let me like do a post for that. And that leads into the other dangerous areas that we'll get into in other episodes, but you know, like the sex selling or whatever, whatever's popular in that group is going to be what these women then try on in order to fit in. And there, there are people that don't care about your personal relationship. So first you're just trying to find like excitement for yourself, maybe outside the home and you're taking care of two little kids and maybe your husband works. And I've seen way too many women where like within six months of being within one of these circles, suddenly they're being convinced like their husband doesn't support them. And They deserve more and maybe they need to leave
0: him. I feel like that happens instantaneously. It's very quick how I've actually seen this play out in groups where like a woman comes in happy, healthy, has kids, like seems to have a great relationship. And all of a sudden her life begins to fucking crumble because she begins to like take on the energy of these other people. And it becomes a like a fitting in thing subconsciously consciously I don't know like maybe everything wasn't perfect but I've I've literally there's a few people in a couple groups that I've watched go through nasty divorces and now their whole business is actually founded almost on this idea of like I'm a single mom this is what I've gone through and all of these spiritual sisters that she have just like rally her on in the comment section.
1: And then in that case, it's like, okay. And then you can make the argument pay to play works, right? Like there was, there was a coach that we saw what a few weeks ago that was saying like paid sisterhood is so underrated. Mm -hmm. And she was being genuine, like paid sisterhood is so underrated, right? Like who cares if you're paying to have sisterhood, like, look at the great times that we're having. Look at the way we're all like blowing each other up, cheering each other on. but. At what cost? Because it's like if if suddenly you can't pay to play, are they still there? That's
0: literally what I was thinking too. What happens when you can't pay that freaking 997 for the next three months or or whatever the price tag is? Are your sisters still there? Or does that make that wound even deeper?
1: Well, right. My catchphrase is like the pendulum swing, just because it's okay. everything is in this industry just highlights it so much. So it's like that pendulum swing again too, you come in and everything's pretty much good, but maybe you're a little lonely. All of a sudden you have all these friends, but maybe you are, let's just play that scenario out. You're divorced and you're building your business on the single mom and everybody loves the story they can relate to, right? So like, Mm -hmm. even though you didn't start as a single mom, if suddenly your story is, I'm a single mom and I built this business from scratch, now you're gonna attract more women that are maybe in a vulnerable state, maybe that are starting as single moms, wanting to make extra cash, Pence on MLM, right? Mm-hmm. That like hop in on that, that now your business is growing. You have all these women that seem to rally around you. Suddenly, if like you wake up one day and you're like, wow, I'm miserable because you get you get swept up in it. You get swept up in all the changes. You're so busy changing and all these things are happening to you that like mm-hmm. you don't actually bother to stop and think, like, what control do I have or where am I at? So then all of a sudden, once things settle down and you have what you thought you wanted. Then all of a sudden it's like, do I believe these things? Is this true of me? Am I happy? And you and I have both seen too, that's when businesses crumble again. And are those sisters going to be there through the crumble? Or suddenly because you have a different mindset about things, is that where they dissipate or exclude you or focus on other people that like the new up and comers, right? Like the new girls that are coming in, which again, it's just so high school clicky you just think of like the new girls coming in or like i saw katie heron wear army pants and (laughs) flip-flops i was just thinking
0: that i was like we need mean girls
1: yeah all the mean girls references in this one (laughs) like before your pants and shoes were just fine but now you need those ones like that's how so much of it comes off to me in a majority of the ways insert standard commercial hi i'm katie of gwen and katie if you like what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe and head over to iwanttheT.com, where you just might inspire our next show topic.
0: And I'm Gwen. If that almost made you want to turn this off, we'll probably work well together. If you're an online business owner in need of someone to hold the big vision of your next project or guide you to the next steps of its fruition, you can find my current offerings at Gwentanaguchi.com. You know what I think of when I think of this is you know like the toxic employer where they're like, we're all family here.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And they're the first ones that should get out the door. Mm-hmm. That's what that reminds me of. And that's like that shit's the biggest red flag to me. Like, I'm not your sister, we're friends, but like you start throwing around like the sisterhood and we're all sisters here. It's the exact same red flag when a company refers to their employees as family yeah so I think that people this day and age are so lonely that they're willing to buy into just about anything for connection because real connection has been lost and I can go off the rails with this topic far outside of spiritual sisterhood going back to your pendulum swing, like, what's the other side of this look like? Because we're, we're knee deep in the interwebs right now with like oh. everybody talking about sisterhood and what's the other side of
1: this look like? Cause it's going to swing the other way. I want to know what you mean when you say it's going to swing the other way. Like, are you So talking- like
0: I, all these women who are like selling sisterhood, are they going to have these new epiphanies that like, I actually am better on my own and I don't need my sisters in the same way that <clears throat> we'll talk about this with other, like, topics but i'm just going to mention it like the occult to christianity are we going to see the pendulum swing with this or do you think this this concept is kind of here to
1: stay okay since we're knee-deep in all the kool-aid i'm going to bring up something else into here so with human design and raw i know that you and i both like dabble but we're not super into it Mm -hmm. i do actually really like a lot of aspects of human design Mm -hmm. one of the kool-aids that i do at least sip Ra has actually said multiple times, like one of his predictions is 2027 supposedly is the year. So this might be your pendulum of like the sisterhood, but like right now, everything, everywhere, especially in the online business space is this, we are all one, right? And even metaverse coming about, like the metaverse, like, right, we're all one. Like Mm -hmm. be yourself in the metaverse, which is a whole other topic I could dive off of, of like that. Oh, so terrible. Gross Same In the grossest way. But like supposedly in 2027, it's it's the opposite. 2027 is, is the year he says that pendulums from like, we are all one to like, bitch, I'm in this by myself. Like, it is just me for me.
0: See, that's that's what I think. I actually can see that coming because everybody goes to such like polar polar extremes. I mean, and I could see it being a very like cutthroat and going back to this whole wounded, like victimizing type of a thing. What happens to all these chicks that like thought they had sisters and now they see their, their like coach being like, fuck it, I'm in it for myself. Nobody's riding with me. It's just me. Then what?
1: But you know what? In some ways, I feel like that happens. And then people are so malleable that the same people that they just adopt that too, they almost feel like they're still connected or they fit in because they just adopt that too. So they'll just regurgitate the like, yeah, because let's think about this from a logical standpoint, just because this is a fun topic for me that just came to my brain. If you say like everything is about flow, right, and like mm-hmm. utilizing like energy that's available. And so the truer you can be and and the more whatever, like true to yourself and whatever you can be, then whatever. So like right now, people might be convincing themselves or maybe they do believe that like sisterhood is the answer. And that could mm-hmm. be because it might be the easiest way they perceive it as like growing their business or everything else. But once that business has grown to a certain standpoint, you really do see a lot of like the leaders of the group not really being the ones posting. They don't really interact unless it's their offer, right? They kind of like mm-hmm. exit. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be surprising for them to suddenly be like, okay, this is now actually a strain on my energy. And I realize that. So like now it's just about me. Because <laughs> I'm bringing up the energy around me so I can pursue my highest good, which is for your highest good. So like, I still love you. You're still all my sisters, but like freeing up this energy for me means I'm going to release you and you can do the same for yourselves. And then all of a sudden, like that ripples, right? You can see it. You're laughing. because you I can it.
0: totally see it. Oh my God. But the voice.
1: Hi guys, you can hire me and Gwen for future marketing <laughs> consulting. That is a new offer that we will put out. If you want to be ready for 2027, contact us we are ready
0: <laughs> oh my god I think you're right we've actually seen this like how often actually have you seen a coach do basically that one with a monochromatic branding which anybody who's in this space will know who I'm talking about um who loves NLP
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was kind of like that she used to be super engaged like Mm -hmm. commenting, like in her group, like she was so engaged. Now it's just her team. Mm -hmm. But she has such a, I'm going to say chokehold. I'm not meaning this in like a super negative way, but she does have kind of a chokehold on, on this industry. People love her. They eat everything she says up and they feel so connected, like sisters, like family. And she's totally pulled away. She only really replies to the, her one-on-one clients and which gets us into like, I mean, we could like fully just go off, off the rails into that whole, like, again, pay to play and all of that part of like the industry. But.
1: And that's where devil's advocate can come back. And I could be like, well, you know, honestly, I feel the exact same way. Like if I'm start if I, if I'm in the energy of like creating the momentum, like you and I are right now. Like if I'm creating the momentum, yeah, I'm going to show up a lot more. I'm going to engage a lot more. I want to get feedback from people. Honestly, by the time you become that big, I would be drained too. I would be so exhausted. It's also why you and I would probably never sell on the idea of like sisterhood, but we are selling the idea of like a community to like talk about these different things. And I guess that's the difference. Like, sisterhood, I see it as being, like, tight and tight. Community means, like, everybody's there for each other.
0: Yeah, it's not just us. In a community, it's it's everybody kind of joining together with a commonality. Sisterhood feels very, like, intimate. We're locking arms. Totally different type of a vibe to me.
1: You said locking arms, and all I could see was, like, you know, there's, like, always the imagery of, like, these locked arms, and they're either, like, in a circle, like like 20 different women, or they're like, literally, like you see their butts and they're about to like go into the ocean together. Like,
0: it's like the most basic bitch picture for Instagram is what I just pictured. So what about then the sustainability of a brand? If you're not willing to be in it, do you think that I'm a little bit off topic, but not really? Do you think that the sustainability of a business is there? if a person is not willing to be
1: in it with their audience? That's a great question. We've all seen ways that it can ultimately, but it, but it almost still relates on the idea that they just reach guru status instead, right? Like where all of a sudden people will hang in and hang on in like the hopes of the next time they get to see their guru, the hopes of the next time their guru shows up and does a live unexpected or like the next time they're going to announce something and being the first to like it like it still becomes like a fandom thing it just reaches like you know the same way that celebrities want to interact with their fans every single day but you still feel like you know them because you see them enough on tv and if you saw them in person you're like i'm your biggest fan i tweet at you all the time right like
0: do you see this model in the in the coaching industry lasting the sisterhood model not necessarily the sisterhood model but the way that The way that these people hit this celebrity status within their industry, or at least they think it's celebrity status, and they pull away. Do you think that there's longevity with that?
1: The only reason I would say that I do think there's longevity is because I also think that the people that achieve that are really, really great at being chameleons and at morphing. And you can see that when you look back at their entire brands even if they've mainly stayed on like a single seeming thread, it'll be like, oh, but this was relationships and this is what's going on in my life now. And this is me with my friend with her MLM and we're going to do a marketing thing together. Or this is me with my boyfriend. Like they still like, they might always think that they have this same thread. Like, oh, I started off as pleasure and now I'm an orgasm master goddess. And now I'm going to teach you love and relationships within that. Like it's always ever changing. So like, to me, like is there longevity in it? I don't know if there's longevity in the one thing, but I also don't see these people as like sticking to the one thing. I think the ones that have made it to the top will always find a way, like, but it will it will probably not through having to be showing up in likelihood it's gonna be a lot of their like programs in perpetuity. And then, you know, some of these people will do affiliates and the affiliates will keep doing the work, which again just is more like similar to like MLM model, right? There's the people who oh, totally Then there's all the ones that are selling it and it's always new to somebody. Mm -hmm. And then those people have to convince themselves that it's changing their life in order to potentially want to affiliate sell it further. Like
0: those people have to convince themselves that it's changing their life.
1: I've done MLMs before. I am, you're going to hate this, but I am one of the people like, I love some of the MLM products that I've sold. I still use some. I, I love some MLM products. I'd started it when I was working car sales, like 14 hour days, my daughter was three. And like, I wanted to get out of that. I wanted to spend time with her. I was a single mom, like I get the appeal. And I was attracted to a different single mom on Instagram, who was doing pretty well in one. That's how I started in it. But that being said, like, it almost was like that brain chemistry changing too, though, because I had to quote unquote, because I had to post in order to gain whatever, gain momentum, gain following, like sell these products, whatever, get Mm -hmm. visibility. I was also like, I was taking a positive mindset every time I was posting. It was like future casting, like, oh, I can't wait till I can do this every day with my daughter. I can't wait until this fuels this. And so it was like giving me a positive feedback loop while I was doing it too. And granted, like this might just be because of who you and I are, the way that we think naturally, I never got so sucked in. Like it worked for me until it didn't. When it didn't, I was done. Like, and I yeah. never like, sucked a bunch of people in. I never, like, I it just- didn't become your identity. Didn't become my identity. I actually made money off of everyone I ever did, but not like crazy amounts. I just, I basically bought products using the money I made. And so we even keeled. I even keeled with pretty much the companies that I was with. But like, but I, yeah, like I said, I still, to this day, I use some of them. So I also believed in them before I got started. That's probably a difference as well. Is that how like, have I not would, known this? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. But like, <laughs> I wonder how many people actually believe what they're selling before they sell it, because that's something that, as a marketer, as a salesperson, I don't actually see a lot or I don't feel a lot. Oh, I see just plain regurgitation.
0: I see so much regurgitation. And you and I have talked so many times over the years about how. We can feel the energy in somebody's marketing and feel when it's off. And there's very few people in the online space right now that, like, I feel genuine conviction and belief and passion behind their message. So much of it feels so regurgitated. The claims are getting more exaggerated, the returns getting quicker and quicker. Like, fuck next thing you know we're gonna have like a hundred thousand dollar like minutes not days you know? <laughs> like the, that that's what the claims are gonna be
1: right and uh, some of them are already advertised like the million dollar day has already happened how have i missed this oh yeah how well, have
0: I'm, i missed the million dollar day Gosh. i think it
1: was by the very woman that i believe you were referencing earlier but it became like a feeding frenzy, right? Like the more excited you are, the more excited other people are, the more they want to be a part of it, the more than they want to buy into it because they want to be part of this like moment, like cool moment. Like, wow, we are really collapsing time. One of the key phrases.
0: That's the type of shit where I just like, cannot help, but just be like, God, the collapsing time. The thing is, is I believe these things, but the way it's used
1: is so fucking manipulative. I just don't think I believe in it the way that it's used. Like, agreed. Yeah, collapsing time to me is a a truly like metaphysical experiment, t- like thing. Off there, you're not mm-hmm. collapsing time because you suddenly figured out how to make a million dollars in a day. To me, that's not collapsing time. I get why you say it because in the past it took you years and years and years, or your first million took you, but like that's. Bill Gates isn't out there going like, well, I collapsed time today because I <laughs> like he's it's that's not the same. Yeah. And to me, like every time I hear it, I'm like, that's not the same thing. This just had me think about something.
0: Why is it only women selling sisterhood? Imagine if there was dudes selling brotherhood, like really saying it just like that. Have you seen it? I've literally never seen it. Oh, there
1: are. Yes. But they say it in the men's way. It's like, no, uh, like, no, but they, you have to to, like account for that. I think it's brotherhood. It's like the men's revival type thing. It's like the, a place for men to talk. And there are 1000% men's groups out there that cater to the idea of this, like men's alliance, men's group, men's brotherhood, a place for them. We'll be talking about polarity later, but I think there's a sect of polarity that is specifically just for the men. And it's, yeah, uh, no, I know that like other men that lift you up that whatever and and you can all learn it together but it's also like a brotherhood really but there's also like these these total like segments that are like yeah a men's brotherhood a place for them to like share their feelings learn how to be a man like if their fathers weren't around or whatever have this like community of men to like lift up how if
0: i i swear i'm so in this world like obviously my business is in this world how is there this like sub-genre of activity that I'm just totally oblivious to? I'm going to go down a wormhole tonight. Thank you very much for this. I'm going to go and look for the Brotherhood
1: Alliance of Masculinity. Yes. Find all the Brotherhood Alliances. We can talk about it in our tea <laughs> the, the Brotherhood Alliance.
0: Honestly, that's going to be the tea yeah. time is this because yeah. I'm my mind's a little bit blown away because I've always thought, I've always thought this, like, the way women market things is so different from the way that men do like sisterhood brotherhood. I mean, I guess brotherhood, but like even the way we talk about creating wealth within our businesses is totally different than men do and or traditional businesses. Mm-hmm. It's such, it's so bizarre to me. And it's still something that like has not ever landed with me I, And the five plus years that I've been in this space, running my own business, Mm -hmm. so it's interesting to me that that's out there. And I've you learn something new every day. Apparently,
1: I feel like that's something that's going to come up in regards to the polarity too. Because the the funny thing is, the polarity groups of these men thing, seeing some of these brotherhood groups, they would probably list that as one of the like proofs of the feminization of men these days. Mm -hmm. yeah I could see that some of these tactics are saying like the ones that come out and say hey it's okay to cry hey your woman wants to see your emotions like all because all of that plays into like the way that women market as well right women believe women want to see your emotions they want to hear your story they want to know the background they care more about the way you emotionally make them feel than like their qualifications generally speaking that's how a lot of like the sisterhood especially realm is going to like build up build up build up They care more that they feel included and that they feel seen and that they feel heard. Right. Mm -hmm. And that that's sales in general. But again, the way that you market towards that is like emotional, emotional, emotional. All of a sudden there's all these men and men's groups that are also doing like, hey, it's okay to cry. Hey, like we've got your back. Like it's okay to be that man for your woman. And some of these men, this was a different topic that, well, we probably will talk about in the podcast, but it's not scheduled yet but like all the groups of women where it became a trending thing to retire your husband, which is also an MLM thing. Oh, please, this is going on the docket. This is on the docket because I have some strong
0: opinions on that. and I'd love to share them with you. Awesome.
1: <laughs> but like that, too, like some of these men are actually in kind of almost that sphere where they still have their own things, but then it's like they're seeking the same thing. They're seeking brotherhood because there might be a truth to the fact that they're feeling emasculated and or they're now just the puppy handler to the wife that has the money coming in or the fiance that has the money coming in. And so like that becomes their outlet or that becomes their side money or their project or their purpose, right? It's very much the same. So a lot of the sisterhood could just be coming from years of like men still primarily, at least like our parents, like men still primarily had the household household role the women still primarily were like the cooks and a lot of that's changed as we've grown up to like the age that we are now but we're still in a generation where that was true and a lot of these women that are following and falling into that sisterhood are also of the same age group then like more so like Mm millennial rather than like gen Zers, and that might be the 2027 flip i could see that yeah i could totally see that
0: okay so like wrapping it up then for or against spiritual sisterhood and the selling of it and the oh, slinging wow. of the sisterhood
1: to me you know you know you can't do that
0: oh, no 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 I'm doing it to you I want to you... I want a for or against come on Katie I can't be him also
1: ah but that's the only way my brain works I think it can be so positive for some people I really do. And I think that there truly are in every single one of the topics that we're talking about, there are truly some people out there that are really trying to share this. And I think those people that are, are people that really did feel like they didn't have this or they don't have this in their own lives. And then I, I actually do sympathize with that. Actually, I can't empathize. I have the most amazing group of girlfriends, the most amazing. I mean, and some of them have been my best friends since first grade. Most of them have been my best friends since high school or Mm -hmm. shortly after high school we still get together annually. We've been there through everything. Like that's what a sisterhood is. Like Mm -hmm. we we've been there through relationship issues, mental health struggles, like my custody battle, like through rich and poor, like it doesn't matter how we look or appearing or what's going on in our lives. Like we are friends. That's what it is. It's one of the things I'm the most grateful for in my life. So when, if women don't have that, I really am like, god that's so hard because I don't even consider myself a girl's girl so to have like a group of girls that are literally not catty bitches that we all accept each other for exactly who we are we don't share all the same beliefs we can have those conversations we've we navigated COVID having totally different like that's the type of shit where it's like we're never going to cancel each other we're never going to be like oh are you sure because I think that if you do it this way like that's how you're doing it right like yeah So I think when women don't have that and they really are seeking to create that community and they are seeking to spread that and they are seeking to like, because they missed it, they want it more and they can cultivate that. I don't feel like I see that often, but I feel like I have seen that. When I see that, I'm like, I'm for that. I'm for it when it's done the right way. But that's just it. Every idea starts out with the right intentions. And if people see that that makes profits, It's just gonna be adopted, 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 adopted. Yeah so overall in the whole, overall in the whole.
0: The eye roll, because I'm making you just like put
1: a stake in it. I'm gonna give you a percentage. That's my that's my Oh fine. I'll tell you. (laughs) Seventy percent. No. Like overall, no, because I can't get there with it. For the most part, what I've seen, I don't consider healthy. And it's it's more mean girl. It's like I'm against it. Uh, you don't say. <laughs> like, fuck them.
0: That's how I, that's what I think about, like, the whole selling selling sisterhood. I'm fully against it. I think it's crock shit. I think people who are doing this are just trying to make money off of, like, a group of people's vulnerabilities. And it feels gross to me. Good to know. And that's that.
1: Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the next topic we're <laughs>
0: I swear, I'm not going to say fuck them or fuck it to everything. I, I swear it. it. Cancel. I hate it. I'm I don't not. hate all of it.
1: <laughs> all right. So until next time. Till next time. If you want to stay a fly on the wall for future conversations, remember to hit subscribe to stay in the loop.
0: For those looking to spill the tea, head on over to Iwantthetea.com and join the discussion. I'm Gwen. And I'm Katie. See you around.